Good evening, everyone. Today, uh, as you may know, that it's the last day of our Christmas season. So if you still have some unwrapped up gifts, you haven't opened, I can help you with that. You have a few hours left for Christmas end. So there was a research done in grade school, and they found out that the most common movies and novels these kids read or watched were the movies of Harry Potter. So then they asked, why are these movies and novels so interesting to your kids? And the common answer was, because you do not know what's going to happen next. That's what they said. But yes, that sounds like the, the journey of these magi. So they set out from their countries to unknown land, a land that is ruled by a maniac, Herod. Because for us, we know from history, Herod was a madman who was power thirst, who could kill anyone to preserve his power. Actually, uh, Caesar Augustus, the emperor, <laughs> said it was better to be Herod's dog than his son. Because he killed three of his own sons, he killed his own wife and his mother-in-law because he thought they were trying to overthrow him from power. He killed all of them. That's why Caesar said, it's better to be held his dog than his son. So we see today in this feast we celebrate of the revelation of Christ to the nations. First of all, we had the shepherds coming to worship before. That's when Christ was revealed to Israel. And now these figures we see the Magi represent all other non-Jews coming to reveal, to say to the child Christ. But the word begins by telling us that they got from their country and they saw a star and they began this journey. Now that can be very strange. Wake up in the morning and say, well, that summer means something. Let me start following this star. That may be really weird. But these guys say, well, that means something. They start on this journey. The Bible calls them wise men. They're not calling them smart men. Because there's a difference between wise and smart. Knowledge is the sound application. So how do we apply the knowledge we have? We have a lot of knowledge recently. Now we can access the knowledge on the internet, easy to access knowledge. But how do you apply it? That's wisdom. Yes, we have the knowledge to build nuclear weapons. We have, yes, we can do that. Wisdom is going to ask, but should we build these weapons to destroy human lives? So there's a difference. So these wise men set out on a journey and they come. For so many days they have been traveling. What is guiding them? It's the star. So in as long as their eyes are fixed on the star, everything is perfect. Everything is fine. The moment they put off their eyes off the star, they fall into the hands of Herod. And now the Bible tells us that once they come to Herod, Herod is scared to death. And the whole Jerusalem with him is scared. Why? Because they know what Herod can do. Knowing that there is a new king, they knew what Herod is capable of doing. That's why we're so scared with him. 
But then Herod invites the chief priests. He asks them, so where is this child going to be born? They quote him, the Bible says, well, yeah, the scripture says, Bethlehem, that's where the child will be born. So Herod calls the Magi and tells them, okay, go back and search for the child diligently. Once you find him, come and tell me that I should also come and worship this child. But of course, for us, we know the right intentions of Herod. Nine verses later on, if you keep reading, his right intentions are sin. He sends out his army, his soldiers, to destroy all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinities, two years and, old and younger. So, these men, the Magi, come looking for Christ. But the Bible tells us that the moment they leave Herod's presence, the star comes back again. And then it leads them until it comes to a stop, and there was a child with his mother. But after they arrive to the child, you do not read about the star anymore. The star is gone. Because of the work of the star was to guide them, to show them the way, but it wasn't the end game. That's why today we have so many stars in our lives. The question is, if you're a parent, how are you being a star in the life of your child, your children? We are supposed to be the stars shining to point people towards Christ. We are not the Christ. We are just the star. And when your work is done as the star, you have to fade away because that's when Christ takes over. The moment you arrive at Christ, he takes over. The stars is not needed anymore. So that's why today our role in the world is to be the shining stars, to point people to the reality of God's presence in our lives. Sometimes we fail to be stars because of fear, because of excuses. But this Sunday is a revelation God is showing us that he made us to be the stars in life of those around us. And how are we shining in their lives? A star has a purpose, and the purpose has to come to an end. When the work of the star ends, the star has to disappear. Sometimes we get so much used to our stars and we won't hold on to the stars all the time. Even if God says, no, the, end, the star has finished its work, now I take over. We still want to hold the stars sometimes. What we see today is a reality that when the star brings them to Christ, the star fades away. Christ takes over. And what do they do? They worship. They offer their gifts. Now, there is something very interesting. After doing all this, the angel warned them and says, okay, so when you are done, don't go back to Herod because he has different intentions. Go back home by another road. The church fathers read that by saying that everyone who comes to Christ goes back differently, goes back changed goes back transformed because Christ whom you've been seeking is transforming you now. You go back a different person. So that's so how we're reading this, this scripture today. So we come to Christ, we have to go back changed, transformed because he's now shining within us. 
So what do we have to do with all this? The question is, we're seeing three groups. We're seeing the Magi, we're seeing the chief priests and the scribes. We also have King Herod. These three groups, where do we really fall? Because we know for Herod, he is coming to destroy the child. In our world today, like it or not, we shall always have the Herods in the world. The Herods will always be in the world. But also, the wise men and women will always say also be in the world. So, how do we counter even our world? By being the wise men and women to shine. Because the wise men and women will always be protected by God. Evil will be there. The Herods will be there in the world. But also, God will protect the wise men and women to shine in the world. The second group we see, the priests and the scribes. They know the scripture very well. They're saying, actually, they were, there was more than 500 prophecies. And every time they went on Sabbath to pray, they ended their prayers by saying, let us pray for a speedy arrival of the Messiah. And now here he comes. They don't care. They're keeping their power in the temple. They're concerned by that. The third group are the Magi and the shepherds. What do they do? They come and offer their gifts. The first gift was their hearts, their joy, and then they worshiped. This Sunday, as we end our Christmas season, God is asking us, can we go back and be the shining stars in our communities, in our schools, in our political parties? Because once we do that, then the grace of God is revealed in what we do and what we say. The Lord be with you.